I'm just uh I'm just gonna let you gloat for a second. I'm just gonna give you the floor to just gloat right off the bat. Just get it out of your system. Caps win. Two three. OT. Yeah, baby. We got a board and everything. So this was a, I, I don't know where I should keep this light. Maybe just for it's my- It's a little ominous. I kind of like it. Light. It kind of works. Yeah. Well, I, 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 you know, I think this would have been a bit more appropriate if Ovi had finally gotten his, uh, his 800th and 1th goal, um, you know, ascended into true hockey goddom. Uh, but because he hasn't, I will, uh, I will turn it off and put it on the floor because I don't want to hold it anymore. <laughs> Uh, hello everybody, welcome to Game Over Ottawa I'm joined by my buddy Sam You may remember from the uh, From the first show That I uh, I did on uh, On my own without mod It was the first game That uh, I hosted uh, With the guest in my bedroom Back when he was visiting Canada And now neither of us in Canada And that's sad, but that's good because we're both very far away From the Ottawa Senators and I don't want to be near them Right now um, Sam, how are you I miss doing, the buddy? Ottawa weather. How's, uh... I'm missing the Ottawa weather Let me tell you, it is so bloody hot here <laughs> Really? Oh yeah, like I'm I'm very nervous About what my camera shows because I've, I've had to keep things light I'm just going to leave it at that To beat the heat here <laughs> But you will not you'll not see anything uh wasted down. Okay, I appreciate that. And I'm sure the viewers at home also also I'll let appreciate them imagine that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert in the chat, Sam's back. You're damn right, Sam is back, and he's here to carry the show because I am dead inside. So before we get too far into it, I'm just gonna throw out a quick word from our lovely sponsor. Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com sdpn. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Words to live by. Play responsibly. Okay, let's let's do let's do a little heads or tails. For what? Uh, uh, no, wait, sports you... betting. <laughs> okay, heads or tails. Oh, am I calling? Yeah. Uh, heads. Heads. All right. Um. So this is actually a beer cap and not a coin. Um. So I'm going to decide what's heads and what's tails okay. now. All right. Uh. It it was tails. Sorry, man. <sighs> I was so close. I was really close that time. You should have been more responsible, and now I own your house. Oh, no. Speaking of owning someone's house, <laughs> the Capitals <laughs> came into Ottawa, and uh, they kicked the landlords out. They said, uh, no, we're going to put our feet up here. Um, and you know what? They did put their feet up a bit, because while I am happy with the win, bit of a low-energy game. Are you Okay. Are are you happier that you saw so 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 Sam and I went to the last Sens Caps game in person. Are you happier with a high energy loss rather than like a boring win in person? Like are, are you happy with the game that we went to? 
honestly, it's tough to say because, I mean, you saw me after that game. I was sooking like a three-year-old. Oh, yeah. Like I'm silent an absolute... the whole car ride home. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't silent. I opened my mouth to complain. A couple times. Yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I like to think I pushed the lines of bad sport. Like I didn't go over, over it, but you can tell uh, I, I wasn't too happy. <laughs> Um, but no, that was that was a very very exciting game to watch, um, and you know I I did genuinely love just being there, and you know even if you don't come away with the win, it's still just it, it feels like a little part of history. My, my own personal history has changed. Uh, yeah, so that that I can't you can't top your first time seeing your team play. Um, yeah, definitely I would say it's better than a high energy loss is better than a, a low energy win. Um, yeah, and this this game too, it could have been, it was a part of history. Ovi got the most shots, uh, you know, in, in NHL history. That's true. But that's not what we came to see. No, that's, <laughs> you know? not, that's not the record that we thought we were going to see. But, well, not the record, but like, you know, a, a, a place in the in the standings of said record. Like when, when Ovi hasn't scored in a few games and then he's about to play the Sens, like, you know. And my, my co-host mod, I yeah. believe... She mentioned that uh, Ovi also scored his 500th goal against the Sens, which sounds about right, because that's just, that's what the Sens do. Uh, <laughs> you score your milestone goals, whether it's number 500 or the first one. It's it's one or the other. So They like to be in the record books. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay in the chat says, can Sam give us some heat? I touched a light switch by my window and it's freezing cold. You want to donate some of that? Yeah, uh, give it. Yeah, he's uh, he's out in the uh, the cold United Kingdom tundra, and he could really use it. Here, here's some heat, by the I way. Appreciate I'll that, just, buddy. It's not yeah, that bad, honestly. Like, I think the other day it was like 14 degrees out here, so I was like, I'm I'm cool with this. But it was much cooler today. Cold and wet. Uh, it is. It is consistently getting hotter and hotter every year. I don't know why, um, but it is. It is causing me to stick yeah. to my chair. I will, since you can't get out of the chair and, and, and you are stuck uh, in this confined area, how about you uh, give us that game recap? Because I see you've got your very fancy board behind you. For those listening on Spotify and wherever else, I'm sorry. But, um, you know, actually, you know what? Hold on. Let, let, me, let me do some editing on the fly. Let me just readjust the frame here just so I can get as much of the board in as possible. All right, go for it, buddy. Let's, let's see. Let's see All this right. board. So we, we have the uh, the mighty Washington bird um, and the silly Roman. He's, uh, he's done his best, but you can see he's got a little snot bubble because he's sad because he lost. Okay. But that's, yeah. that's okay. That'll happen. Uh, and here we go. The breakdown here. Right. You can just call me a hockey mate. <laughs> not inspired off anyone in particular. No, no, one's, no one's videos with a whiteboard have inspired him whatsoever. So. No. I haven't even seen them. What are you talking about? Michael Bublé who? Uh, <laughs> the people who are fans of the purple I'm referencing will get that. Uh, so the Senators, they started off with uh, the scoring. Alex Debrinkat. Now, he took I, uh, it, it was a really fun shot to watch, actually. I think it was probably the best goal of the game. That man was playing baseball, uh, no. deflecting the puck like halfway to, towards the blue line. You don't you don't really see deflections like that a lot. So that was that that to me that was fun. That uh, assisted by Holden and Pinto, 
that that was the goal of the game for me. Uh, next off, Kuzi, we got a little. Uh, I can't remember that one as well. I think that was a five-hole goal uh, against Talbot. I think I, just, I, think uh, I repressed Talbot. every Caps goal. So it's up yeah. to you to, to to really give the story. <laughs> well, it was, it was a very it was a very high-pressure situation for Talbot. That man went bloody lights out. Uh, he faced forty shots, uh, saved thirty-seven of them. That is an effort you cannot criticize. Like that that man is. Uh, he, he got the second star of the game. Perhaps should have gotten the first, and you know I I say that as a bloody caps homer, right? Uh, but yeah, no, Tal- Talbot is probably my first star of the game. Uh, so that Kuzi goal assisted by Ovechkin and Carlson. Carlson is someone who's very controversial for me, uh, so I'm going to leave at that. Ovi though, <laughs> love me and Ovi. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was his first assist of the night, and it was a very very good feed. Uh, right after that, we had uh, Milano uh, basically stealing the 801, stealing a little bit of Caps history. He kind of did, uh, didn't he? He that was yeah. that, that was probably going to go in. That was that looked that looked like a safe bet to go in. Yeah, like it was. It was. It wasn't supposed to be a pass from Ovi. That was that was a shot that was going in, but Milano touched it at the last second, so uh, he got his. I think it was his sixth goal of the season at that point, uh, but it did give Ovi his second assist, his second primary assist of the night. Uh, so you know he's not just a goal scorer, uh, folks. He's a he's a multi assist man. And I, it is important to note that uh, Sam and I uh, are able to bond over Ovechkin points because in the fantasy league that we're in together, Sam has Ovi, and in the other fantasy league I'm in, I have Ovi. So unless we're playing each other. Uh, where he has Ovi and is kicking my ass, I can say, oh, nice, Ovi point. <laughs> so we can usually bond over that whenever Ovi has a good game. But... That that reminds me of the next goal, which specifically annoyed me because of my fantasy team, uh, which was a, uh, a lovely goal from Batherson, assisted by Tuchuk and Stutzler, the, uh, the young new core of the group who you really you want to see on the score sheet. And honestly, they I think that's why Ottawa, for me, is a likable team, because they're young and they're actually contributing. They're kind of the players they were, you know, scouted to be, um, you know, uh, 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 definitely elite players. And it, it's really cool to see, you know, young new talents come into the league and kind of do well, like right off the bat. But Stutzler, he had the secondary assist. And I, I drafted Stutzler in, my fa- in, in our fantasy league. Uh, but I forgot to take him off the injured reserve, so I got no power play uh, points. As, soon, no as assist- soon as you mentioned that, I was just crossing my fingers for a stutz the goal. Yeah. But I'll, ta- I'll take an assist. I'll take an assist. A, a power play assist too. That's mm. that's worth something in our league. Then we, uh, unfortunately, that's the end of was For the rest of it, it is just a very great a performance by Talbot mm-hmm. and a few scary injuries. But I think we'll go. Oh my god, we'll, we'll talk go, about that after. Yeah. Yeah, because the last goal was I, I did I forgot to finish this, um, but it was Marcus Johansson Mojo, who uh, just swung in and took a really nice shot, uh, passed off Gustafsson, who has been very solid for the Caps. He kind of started off slow, um, and I know people kind of talk about his his career. Uh, you I, uh, you called it inconsistent, and I, I'm going to defend him. His games played is inconsistent. 
you know, if you if you look down his stat sheets, you see like, oh wow, he only played like fifty games this season, but he scored like 20, thirty points. He only played five games this season, he scored three points. So uh, he's he's actually kind of he's consistent when you look at how much he actually plays. But the man loves to bounce around a team, and I wouldn't mind him finding a home in Washington because the guy has been. What I you know I said I wouldn't talk about Carlson, but I I am. He's kind of been what I want Carlson to be a very offensively minded defenseman who will get back in bloody position and stop some pucks. Right. Who knows how to back check? Defenseman who knows how to back check. What a uh, (laughs) what a concept. Right. Uh, And that was secondary assisted by Kuznetsov with his second point of the night. but he didn't. He didn't make any of the stars. He could have been up there with Ovi, who Ovi was the number one star, and I, I think part of that is because he broke an NHL record. Um, a bit of a boring record, but you know he broke it. It's a big so you, Also, you to wild to note that the guy who held that record was a defenseman, Ray Bork. Like that's why wild. Like we talk about like defensemen who shoot a lot, but like different level. You know, like. Talk about like the Kale McCars, who you know, all the defensemen who, who like Hedman's Burns, like all these defensemen who can put up twenty goals in a season, and then like it's still Bork on a completely different level through his career. Absolutely nuts. What would what what do you think would be the the biggest reason for that? Well, just the the teams he played on the uh, because he played on the Bruins the, for the pretty much league. the whole thing, and then he went to the Avalanche and won a cup in 01 hmm. um i don't know i don't know if it was a coaching thing or if it's that that or or if coaching was just like we have ray bork on our team feed him at the point and just win like maybe that yeah. was maybe that's just the whole strategy to it because like so many of those shots were during the like really lame dead puck era of the of the mid to late 90s so hmm. to see a defenseman scoring at his pace and putting up shots at his pace during that time is just wild so that absolutely the, the fact is. that a defenseman held the record for most shots in the NHL for about 20 years. That's, that's impressive. That's, that's wild. And uh, Obi is probably going to put a few hundred more on there easily. So I would think so. Yeah. Cause Obi's good for what? 250, 300 shots a season at least. Right. Like he's got to be in that range. Yeah, right about that. yeah. Yeah. Dude likes to shoot, mm. <laughs> you know, he loves a good, uh, he loves a good rebound assist. Yeah, he he's a great playmaker when the puck goes off a of pad. That's his that's his thing. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my favorite kind of goal though, because to me that's like that's a garbage pail goal. You know, not garbage pail, sorry, lunch pail. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking of the garbage pail kids now. But yeah, you know, when you just you're you're putting in maximum effort, mm-hmm. you're making a mess and you're cleaning it up. That's to me, that is good hockey. And I know a lot of people uh, some people would say like, oh, those are cheap goals, but like, there's no such thing as a no, cheap. To goal. me, to me, that just looks like playoff hockey. That's like you have to score yeah. on a really good defensive team. That's how you're going to do it. So you know, I I remember my my younger sister was playing uh, futsal, which is kind of like an indoor mm-hmm. youth version of soccer. Yeah, uh, and the coach uh, accused her of cherry picking goals, uh, and I. <laughs> I accidentally called him an asshole to his wife. Uh, oh, so not that realizing that it was his wife, or I don't like. When you say accidentally, did you not know who she was, or did it just kind of slip out? 
Uh, no idea who she was. Oh, I think I he was just okay. He had quite a young team, and I didn't necessarily agree with the way he was coaching them. And it mm. kind of and it came out, uh, and I got a look, uh, and and my <laughs> my mother kind of tapped me on the shoulder and was like, "That's the coach's wife." And I was like, "Oh, well, I'm not wrong though." Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping they don't they don't watch the SDPN network, but. If you do, stop yelling at kids. <laughs> you know? That seems fair. That seems but, fair. Yeah. That seems and there's fair. no such thing yeah. as cherry picking. You get in good position yeah. and you get a goal. I'm sorry. That's bloody sport. Uh, all right. I think I think it's only fair we talk about the Sens woes for a little bit. Um just you know, so you can kind of, some. so you can kind of, you know, flex on them a little bit, and and I just feel like you know what, as painful as it is sometimes, this is an Ottawa Senators show. We got to talk about the Sens a little bit. So the thing I want to outline is the fact that we just saw the inverse of a lot of Sens games. So what happens with a lot of Sens games? The Sens look like they are going to friggin' kill their opponent in the first ten minutes, and then the other team scores the first goal, and then they just forget how to play. In this game, the Sens skipped that first step of looking really good and being scored on first. And instead, they decided, what if we score and then stop? So that time, flipped it around a little bit. So the Sens had six shots on net in the first 30 minutes. Uh, their Oof. next six shots on net were in the following 10 minutes, which was all right. Like, that kind of made up for a little bit. The final shots, do I have the final shot count? Does it matter? It was like 18 or something, right? Uh, uh, I think it was 25. No, I think so it was 40 to, 40 to 25. Did the Sens come back in the yeah. shots? Like a little bit, but like, who cares? Um, uh, the biggest... You can't be winning hockey games on that. No, and I mean, like, even, I mean, you can, you, there's a bunch of like excuses you can come up with. Like, they had injuries for sure. Um, in, but even just like the eye test, which is like, you know, the classic, like, does this team look good? No, they looked like shit. They looked terrible. Mm-hmm. Basically majority of the night, but they did do one thing that the Sens do a lot, which is they woke up in the third period and made it a game. And which, you know, um, they didn't necessarily, they definitely didn't do that against the Jets, their last game where the Jets killed them five, one and the game prior to that, the Minnesota game, they kind of did that, um, so, main storylines for this game, I would say the Sens really hot power play, only going one for six. That's that's not good. Um, gifted a few penalties that were maybe like a little bit borderline. Like you could kind of argue either way on a couple of those caps penalties. I th- I think there was. Uh, I mean, the Koozie trip. It was it was a trip, but I've seen that being ignored too many times. For sure. For sure. But, you know, I honestly don't think the refs are that bad this year. And normally I I would do terrible things verbally when it comes to referees. I, I'm not a I, – I think they – last year in particular, I think they made things particularly dangerous for players. I think they uh, promote – I mean, we promote gambling on this show, but with money – the, the referees last year promoted players gambling with safety, and that's mm. not a good thing. Um, but it's I think it, it's gotten better. I, I you know just just from the eye test, yeah. it hasn't been as egregious. But there 100%. there were a few that were a bit soft. But I honestly I prefer soft to ignored. Yeah, I'll take I'll take more penalties than none. Um, mm. And that starts a whole other debate about like 
the way that refs call games in the playoffs. Like, in the playoffs is when you don't call, but like, fucking the playoffs is when rules should be enforced. I'm, I'm going to get into the exactly. whole fucking thing. Forget it. I agree um, with you. So, but since, it's about player safety, you know? And yeah. this match in particular had, I mean, the Ottawa Senators weren't exactly the safest they've ever been. No. So, um, first period, I, I believe both in the first period, uh, Rourke Chartier, who was a call up fairly recently, only a few games into the season, uh, gets pulled um, with an injury. Tyler Mott uh, left with an injury, which looked like a lower body injury, if I remember correctly, on Mott. He was kind of hobbling off, off the ice there. Yeah. Um, and the really scary one is, uh, is Jake Sanderson taking a puck to what looked like the jaw. Um, yeah. Coming that was there. not fun to watch. Um, and then, you know, like, I mean, obviously it mattered. The names matter. Jake Sanderson potentially being out for a while is terrifying. Um, I'm not sure if there's been any update. Uh, I can take a look. I'm just going to do a quick look on Twitter to see if there's mm. any word on on Sanderson whatsoever. I'm not seeing anything. So I think at this point, I'm just used to it. I'm going to assume the worst. We'll just say like maybe like say it's like a broken jaw or something and he's out for like a few weeks. That cripples the defense on the sense. But he's a very motivated player for you guys, and that is that's genuinely a loss. Yeah. So even if you're not looking that way, the, the fact is for periods two and three, the Sens were down two forwards, and then uh for the entirety of those periods anyway, and then Sanderson's out as well. So you're down to uh, 10 forwards and five defensemen when you're trying to come back in the game, which is so, so tough. So, I mean, like, I mean, granted, it, it makes sense, but the sense, like, as, as, as much as I'm excited about the fact that they played well towards the end of the game, as expected with a short bench, they looked fucking gassed the whole time. Like, every at the yeah. end of every shift, they're like doubled over, like, they were just completely spent. Um, I, I kind of think that it might be to, to find the silver lining of that to have you know lost so many players in game and to actually have come back the way they did in the third. I think that's a good sign, you know that sure, this yeah, team yeah they're not happy with you know their their losses. I, I remember on your show I said they looked like a playoff team. Um, sorry for jinxing you. <laughs> Um, you but did. They're, they're, you did. One hundred percent. We've had we had this conversation during the off season. You're like, autos make the playoffs. I'm telling you to shut up because it's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say it about the Caps then, just in case I'm that yeah. unlucky. Um, but they're they're playing like a team that wants to be in the playoffs. They have the skill and talent there. I th- I I kind of think they just need themselves a TJ Oshie. They need they need someone to like really bring that locker room together. Um, to not to not make it just be about effort because the effort's there. They needs it needs to be a bit more fun hockey. Like if TJ Oshie were a defenseman, I'd say yes. They need <laughs> they need that they need someone like that on D because it's it's rough. I'm gonna sneeze. Do it. Ooh, Do it. Here you go. Hey, he's um, done it. So here's the here's the weird thing about having that many injuries in one game is it skews the hell out of some ice times. Tim Stutzla played 27 minutes and 52 seconds. Now, granted, Ooh, there was what? Get like him some good, orange slices. Good, like what? Four minutes of overtime? I can't remember how long overtime. At least three and a half, four minutes, right? Like it was around. That's how long overtime lasted. So that is going to add on a bit to your top end, guys. But 28 seconds shy of 28 minutes. 
Yeah. On Tim like Stokes, he, that's nuts. He played. Did he even get off the ice? He played over seven minutes of power play. That's damn friggin' nuts. And then you got um, what are other big ones here? Um, that's the biggest one there actually. Kachuk played twenty four minutes on defense. Here's the big one though. Thomas Shabbat played three seconds shy of thirty. Uh, which I mean, we've seen a lot of Sens fans. Uh, Thomas Shabbat. It's yeah. it's a notorious thing. The Sens have a terrible record when Shabbat is played more than 25 minutes, which unfortunately is most of the time. Like, you can't... But that's a trouble, though, right? You get Sanderson out, because Sanderson played... Granted, he played a lot. He played nearly 16 minutes just in the time that he wasn't injured. But you yank Sanderson out. Then you got Dylan Hetherington, who was a recent call-up on D, and you don't want to stick him on really tough minutes no. right so you're down to five nothing D. against him yeah you're down to 5d and and, and then you, one of those five guys is hetherington who played 11 and a half minutes the rest of the defense ice times are going to skyrocket when that happens right so um number two in ice time was travis hamannick at 22 minutes which you never want to see like you know <laughs> no not to be extra mean to hamannick but that's a dude that you shouldn't see playing 22 minutes um and then holden and zaitsev both putting up 17 so yeah, I, that's that's a that's a that's a tough game to coach as well. I gotta I gotta mention for for DJ there. That's a tough game to coach when you're when your bench is shortened by three guys. And I would argue yeah. both Mott and Sanderson being very very important. Maybe not so much Mott as much as Sanderson, but Mott's been looking very good the last ten or so games. I've been really impressed with him on the third line. Um, well, speaking of DJ Smith, we were kind of, we were talking in the game about. Uh, well, we were, I was talking about the Caps coach and how I wasn't the most happy with him despite, you know, our current, we're kind of coming mm-hmm. back where we were doing pretty poorly. Um, a, a big part of coaching is a, adjusting, especially right. within game. How do you how do you feel about the way DJ Smith is adjusting to the way his team is playing? I don't know if there is much adjusting. I think he has a game plan. And then, so here's here's how and the season stick went. to it. Here's come hell high went. water. He's got a game plan. He's sticking mm-hmm. with it. And here's what that's gotten the sense. I got them to lose the first two games, whatever. Fine. Then he bounced back. He went four straight. Oh shit! Now we're clicking. Then what happens is they lose seven straight games, all by one goal. If you don't include empty netters, that was painful. But that's the thing. It's like okay, so we won four straight. Then we lost seven straight, but by a single goal. That's just bad luck. Right, so you can kind yeah. of so stick into his guns. Then the next batch of games, the Sens get killed. They got killed on their first on their Western road trip. Uh, they got killed by Vegas and uh, San Jose. Uh, they beat LA and Anaheim, but like they were getting killed like five one against San Jose, and I think it was five one or five two against uh, Vegas. And uh, just before that road trip, they lost like four to two against Buffalo, I think. So then things are getting really, really bad, and then they win four in a row. Which is cool because they did that before. Yeah. By the way, this is a scary fucking pattern here where the Sens lost, Sens won five in a row. Then it's Minnesota that beats them and takes out that winning streak. And then they lose seven straight. Uh, the Sens recently won four straight, lost to Minnesota. Now they've lost three in a row. So. I, I hear that Minnesota after the game, they actually they come by the locker room. You know, you know, their tiles around their waist and be like, well, look at the little senators. And they just, like, they ruin the confidence. The, the whole room is shot. They got to take a good few yeah. weeks before they're back to it. I guess that, that's what happens. Um, so what you here, doing, here's, here's my question to you, actually, from your question. So your question being, 
how do you find DJ like adjusting? I don't think he's really doing. I think he's just sticking to his guns and sticking with his game plan because sometimes it looks awesome, sometimes it looks like the Sens are a bounce away from winning any single game. Sometimes they get killed. I don't think he's actually making any adjustments. I think he's sticking to his guns and like for better or for worse, the team is what 14, 16 and two now, so like close to five hundred, but that's not good enough. In your I opinion, think if you put it on, oh sorry. I was gonna say, I'm gonna, in your opinion, this is gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm getting real depressing with it here. What, what's worse? In your opinion, and I'm gonna weigh in because I haven't decided yet. I need your opinion to help me with this. What's worse? What's what's worse? Losing seven straight games by a single goal, and or forcing, child poverty. Yeah, and 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 feel like that one. there's hope, and feel like every game your team has a chance or just getting blown out and being like that's fine like like, like just accepting the fact that your team sucks and having all the hope just completely drained out of you like i can't decide because losing by one goal is so much more exhausting but you know what i mean aren't you excited to be watching hockey again though oh just in general yeah i mean i have a i love watching hockey i mean fucking i'm i'm up watching games that start at midnight in england like i must like hockey you know yeah but like you you the 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 hope there like it 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 makes staying up for those games a little easier right and you know like uh, some of the best movies in the world make you cry make you feel bad but that's that's the experience right uh so i don't know if you just if you just used to like oh my team sucks they're gonna lose you know, uh, there's almost a, a, a what's the point kind of ism but to it. There's also a freedom so. of like, hey, if they win, that's a bonus. I'm just going to sit here with like having no expectations. I got to tell you, being a fan of the Sens for the last however long, the last five years, as painful as they have been, there's something about going into a hockey season with no expectations and just being excited that Josh Norris put up 35 goals in 50 some games. Like there's something to be said about happy little, like not, not accidents, but like, uh, like surprises. And you can, but do those surprises feel, do they feel as good though? No, I think happy little surprises like that feel the good from that is better than losing with expectations like 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 the good outweighs how bad losing with expectations is i think i think because i'm also a toronto blue jays fan and for a long time there was like no (laughs) expectations and that was fine every year i was like i'm just gonna watch some baseball and enjoy it but now that the you know both my teams are good (laughs) uh with playoff expectations to at least some extent with ottawa clearly you know there's like Toronto Blue Jays supposed to win their divisions. That adds a whole new level of stress. With the Sens, Sens going into the season was supposed to be like playoffs would be fun. It'd be a bonus, but I think I think it's just the fact that like I think the Sens record right now is exactly where a lot of people expected it to be. And I think for Sens fans, it's a matter of like, but they're so close so many times, and things just aren't clicking. And we we know as a fan base that this team should be better. And there's this added frustration where like, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just rambling at this point. Was it, I, I know, I, well, I, I wouldn't want to speak for you, but I'm pretty sure you think that there's just, they, they're just missing one defenseman, one really good defenseman. And that would write the ship. 
Or am I am I wrong? Like, what, to be a real what's contender, causing this boat to sink? To yeah, be a what, real what gets them over they the need, line? They need, for sure, they need a top four defenseman. Um, ideally, top two. You see, like, if if the top four on, of D, uh, D on the sense could be Shabbat, Sanderson, Zub, and then, like, Guy. Like, good, solid player. That's great. I think that's really solid. And your third pair would be, like, Brandstrom Holden, maybe. I'm okay with that. But then... You know, I think the forwards are solid. I think it's one of the better offenses in the league. That the depth is kind of rough. Uh, I think your fourth line, like the Sens' third line right now, should be the fourth line. I mean, that's going to help when Norris is back and then Pinto's down to the third line again. Like that, just that would help. Uh, but then the other issue is, is that like as great as Talbot looks, every so often he's not nearly consistent enough. So the Sens need another legit top four goalie, top four goalie for top four defenseman. Um, at least consistent goal thing. I don't need Talbot to put up a nine twenty five every night like he did today. But like you know, give me give me a consistent nine fifteen goalie uh, with you know an upgrade on defense and maybe a little bit of forward depth. I think that's I th- so. The Sens are like a few pieces away. I think, but I don't know. I don't know how much I would take. Like I did say, Talbot was you know he had a a, a forty shot night. And he did very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he looks but, lights out like every other game. Like he, he's incredible every other game. And then he'll let in like whatever it was the other night, like um, three goals on ten shots or something. You know, like it's just kind of one of those like back and forth a yeah. little bit. I, I was just going to say that the Capitals have been getting like their past couple of games in particular, very a very high shot count. And I think there might actually be a problem with the uh, the Capitals, uh, the the quality of their chances. And they're going quantity so, over over quality. Yeah, I think that might be a part of it. But even then, that's probably only like maybe fifteen truly garbage shots that mm. you know you can take away from Talbot, and that's still that's still a pretty good night. For yeah, him. it's still twenty five solid chances. And yeah, like like the Cavs had a lot of phenomenal chances that probably should have been goals. Probably, like speak. I know I don't want to talk about the caps too much, but there is one other thing on the board that I forgot to mention. Uh, Trevor Legend. Uh, there was a point in the. I think it was right. At, it was third towards period, the start the of the PK third. in the third period. Yeah, that, was the uh, P- I, that, that I, must have been the PK of his life because that was. Oh, that was yeah, nice. that was an incredible little session of hockey, but he just robbed Brady. Like uh, Brady was like going, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change the pace of this game right now. I'm gonna put us up, and and Trevor was like, uh, no, you're not. I'm a bloody legend, and like oh, maybe about this far away from the goal line when he swept that out, and I, I, ju- I just had to give, uh, give Trevor some props. That was really that nice, and I, I mean, you know, not to say that I have zero um, faith in my favorite hockey team. But when that happened, I was like, oh, Caps are winning in overtime. And then, you know, like that's just... Yeah. That's just the well, way we were both hoping for the Ovi goal in overtime because, you know, you want a little bit of extra drama in your uh, your records. But uh, it looks like he will be getting that goal against the Winnipeg Jets uh, on Christmas Eve in Australia. So, you know, that yeah. that's part of the legend, if you want, a little baby Jesus goal. Good on though. The, the the Winnipeg team could use a could use a, a bad game to talk. Winnipeg's so good this season, and I'm very jealous. I'm yeah, very jealous. The, are... uh, 
I think I think Winnipeg is the only Canadian team that hasn't gone through a moment of like, oh fuck, are we terrible? Like every other Canadian team <laughs> has at least had that for a stretch of five plus games, but no, Winnipeg's just been so good. Something came through on the weather, you know. Must be. Yeah. <laughs> Must be. Uh, all right. Well, with that, I think we'll uh, we'll wrap things up here. Um, Sam, Any questions from the uh, the the chat? No, nah, people just vibing, um, which nice. is understandable. It's uh, the the the, the Sens losses usually don't have the biggest turnout. So mm. we, uh, whenever the Sens lose, I'm like, let's just see how far we can derail this show and 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 talk about anything but <laughs> hockey. But we yeah. stayed on topic pretty well this time. So uh, thank you everyone for tuning that? in, and remember to uh, share this around, like and subscribe to SDPN on YouTube. Uh, Sam, buddy, thank you for coming on, man. And I'll be uh, I'll be seeing you in a week as the Sens play the Caps again. Uh, I believe mm. when is that next? Th- is that Thursday? Is that two Thursdays in a row? As far as like, I'm not a calendar, order. Charlie. Oh, I, I am the calendar. Let me check. The Sens play the Caps. Uh, I'm stalling. Uh, yes, Thursday. Uh, also, the Thursday. game tomorrow He's has been it. postponed. So this is the last Sens game before Christmas. So uh, Merry Christmas, yeah. everyone. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. I'll see you before the New Year, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks again, Sam, for coming on. Lovely having you, and I'll uh, see you again for my uh, for my next show. Thank you. Love you all. Mwah. See you, everybody. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.